Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, I'm feeling great. How are you feeling, Kevin Wall? It's Mraz, it's Bogish, it's a thirsty Thursday here on the DA Show. If you're listening free on the Odyssey app, you just see the CBS Sports Radio logo. Why? I don't know. It's still the DA Show. Me and Bogey are here. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow recapping, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Bogish, game one of the NBA Finals. We'll be with you Monday recapping game two of the NBA Finals. The Finals that now, remember, starts a half an hour earlier than it used to. Holla! Holla! Good for us on the East Coast. No bacon again. We won't get bacon again until Monday. Unbelievable. But we do get a boil tomorrow. Is that correct? Is that correct? I think boil's back with us tomorrow. You two. Are you two in tomorrow? Billy's. I will be doing, uh, I'll be in the newsroom. You're the newsroom guy tomorrow. That's right. Full day ahead. Okay. I hate to say it. I think that's a trade I'll take. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Number again is 855-212-4CBS. You know, speaking of game one, Bogues, as we typically do, whether it's a Super Bowl, an NBA, NFL playoff game, or when we get to NBA playoffs, you know, baseball, hockey, we when there's space between. The space between. Are you singing a Dave Matthews song for me? <laughs> I don't know the other words, but yes. Uh, that was for you, pal. I, I don't, I'm blushing. Legitimately blushing. I'm honored. Yeah, that, and I stumbled into that one, too. I'm and I'm impressed you even knew that song existed. I did know that song existed. It's a popular one. It's on a, I it's agree. On a lot of the apps, the old apps that play the music. Mm-hmm. It's on those. But I had forgotten that last year, the uh, the Jokic brothers basically sending threats skirmish was the Miami Heat. Right. I had totally forgotten this. And by the way, I'm pretty sure most media forgot it because it basically stumbled on an article yesterday. I think the Athletic had in the CBS Sports. It was like, oh, yeah, wow, this happened. That was a big story. Rarely do we do a lot of NBA regular season during football, and we did that last year. So last season, if you remember, Nikola Jokic, an MVP, gets suspended. Jimmy Butler's yelling at Denver's bench to bring that bleep to the back. Yeah. <laughs> and there was an infamous picture of Heat players waiting outside the Nuggets locker room after basically an in-game scuffle. Um, as far as what the actual scuffle was, it was a lot of trash talking. Them. It was a verbal sparring match then. Later on on Twitter, the Jokic brothers involved. But things got dirty. It was Markeith Morris fouling Jokic at half court, and Morris shoved an elbow into the two-time MVP. Jokic didn't like it, so he trucked Morris from behind. 
leaned in with his shoulders, sent Morris flying to the ground. And if you don't, haven't seen it, it still exists on Twitter. It happened late in the fourth quarter. Butler got all ticked off. As I said, he was yelling at the Nugget bench. The Heat players went to Nugget locker room. This was like a big-time altercation last yeah. year. So what happens? Because the NBA plays 1,000 games. We go through the playoffs last year. The Heat make an Eastern Conference final. We go through this whole thing. And in this lead-up, we just had two weeks of conference final talk. Nobody once mentioned, by the way, if you get Heat Nuggets coming up, remember, those two teams, there's some bad blood after last year. It took yesterday for people to be like, oh, by the way, this finals could get a little dirty. And didn't, I mean, they had to play during the regular season. Yeah. Why did did we miss this little mini, well, like, recap before the regular point. season game? Like, the other, first time since Jokic. Now, I guess because the Morris twins were out of Miami, that immediate, like, rematch didn't exist. But I'm I'm with everyone else. Uh, and this is a fun fight because of the Jokic brothers' involvement and right. the heat going to the back. Like, I can't believe. A that it was just a year ago. B it it left my mind altogether when when the headline popped up yesterday. When people started to write about the comments, I was like, "What fight are we talking about?" And then when I read it, I'm like, "Of course, this is the fight. How did I forget it?" Because this was, I mean, Jokic nasty play got suspended, and I think we talked about on the show how long he should be suspended. And then all the added stuff of meet me in the back and going to the yeah. back and the Jokic brothers involved against the Morris brothers on Twitter. And I think guys got in trouble for that part of it too. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I forgot about it. I'm going to give you two reasons why nobody brought it up. Okay, please. The last time that the Heat played the Nuggets, Bogus, mm-hmm. was the Monday following the Super Bowl. Okay. So that Monday, let's be honest, America's not going... Heat first trip back to Denver since the altercation. Right. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the other time, I believe I'm reading this right, was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. So you had no chance then either. And you had the college football playoff games, and it's, it's, or it was December 3rd. It was right around there where holiday time. Yeah. So the two Nuggets Heat games fell at really bad times as far as sports talk calendar go. If you want to talk about Nuggets Heat. So we'd all forgotten about it. Yeah. But now I got to be honest, Bogues. You know how these series go. When it's not a one-off regular season game, they're going to see each other every couple nights. The high stakes of this, the tiredness of the two months that have been the NBA playoffs. Man, you put that all in a pot and boil it, you could see some pet boil it. You could see little sparks at some point later on. In the, it won't be in game one, but this series, I think, could have a moment. If it has a moment... It's because something happened the moment before to bring it up. I, but something will happen. I I don't these games think, get too chippy not to. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't think that there is lingering anything. Jimmy Butler said yesterday, by the way, that he wasn't yelling at Jokic to meet him in the back. He said it was another player on the Nuggets who knows who he is. We don't know who that is. Well, that's an interesting way to put and it. And I don't know if he's even still on the Nuggets to. In any way, but like this is also not the time to settle scores. You settle scores if you need to during the regular season. You can't do anything stupid in the finals and risk missing a finals game. So, does it start with any any extra heat? I I don't think so. Does it pop up somewhere? I think only because somebody does something new in this series, not because anybody is still right. PO'd about last year. But we're speaking to the people, the peeps, as they say, bogus. All right? Mm -hmm. From Kauai, Hawaii, to the shores of Bangor, Maine. Yeah. 
Okay. Is Banger on the shore? I don't know. I don't know about it. It's, it's in Maine, so I'll give you that. I'm going to say Portland because it's a port in the name. Portland, I'm pretty sure, is on the water. Okay. If you go from that whole part of the country, but speaking to the people right now, Series 6 and 158, free in the Odyssey app, all of our great affiliates. There are people in their cars today, and probably many of them are more diehard hockey fans, which is great. I love hockey. That are saying, man, you guys are talking a lot of basketball in the playoffs. Well, guess what? That's what the majority of the country, unfortunately, if you don't like it, like. But if you're looking for a casual hook into the series, and the idea, well, the Lakers didn't get there. The Celtics didn't get there. It's no Steph Curry and the Warriors here. And you might be of the thought that this series does not interest you, of which I'm sure there's a portion of the NBA execs and ABC execs that are a little concerned. There's a different finals than we've had. Maybe you're just intrigued by Jokic. It's much like watching a NASCAR race for the wreck. You now have your hook. These two teams we now know at their core have a situation in the not-so-distant past where they don't like each other. And sometimes... That's what an American sports fan's looking for. Yeah. Now, did anything happen in those two regular season games? Who knows? They happened on days we wouldn't have even watched. But, like, nothing happened where anybody got suspended. That we would have known. That we would have remembered. Yeah. You know, in a, if did anybody get nose-to-nose for a second and get attacked, I guess it's possible. Yeah. I don't, I don't have There's this, a Nugget or Heat fan that knows, I'm sure. I don't have the same hope as you do for, for that happening in this series. The hook for me remains watching Jokic confirm his position as the best player on the planet. And or Jimmy Butler pulling off one of the greatest postseason runs that we've seen in sports, not just the NBA. I mean, it will go against everything we've talked about for, I don't know, the last three plus decades of how you build an NBA champion that you need at least two superstars. Yeah. Which is why, why, why we keep wondering where Jamal Murray fits in the grand scheme of things playing alongside Jokic. If well, Butler was to do this, with all respect to Caleb Martin and... Gabe Vincent and Kyle and Bam, even Bam and oh, Abayo, it there's a not bucket. a, there, it's, it's Jimmy by himself, theoretically. Just to be fair to Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray is better than Chris Middleton was when the Bucs won theirs. Um, yeah. And I like Middleton. I'd rather have Jamal Murray. I would rather have Jamal Murray in 2023 than Chris Middleton in 2021. Be because of Middleton's. I think Middleton's fun. I just think Jamal Murray's the flat out better player, willing to drop 35 at any point. Middleton was never truly, he had a couple moments, but Murray's the more death shooter. Ooh, that's an interesting. I'd have to pull back up the the game by game of that run for for the Bucks. Middleton I'm going to assume huge games. He, he did, and I'm going to assume I'm sounding like I'm underselling Middleton. I'm not trying to demean who he is, but I believe that Jamal Murray is the player I'm more fearful. If I was rooting for a team against, them. I mean, Chris Middleton had a 40 point finals game. He did. He did. 32, 38, 38, 35. I, I Chris Middleton. I, they're comparable. Maybe Middleton it's a, had that many 30-point games in the finals? He scored 30 points? No, no, no. He had 29, 29, and 40 in the finals. Okay. In the Eastern Conference finals, he had 32 and 38. All right, against the Hawks. He had a 38, a 35, and a 28-point game against the Nets. Yes, I remember that. And he had uh, three 20-point games when they beat the Heat to start the postseason. I mean, season. Jamal Murray's had playoff moments both in the bubble and here that it's just, like, unworldly. Yeah, but I, so I, I think... Maybe you think Middleton's more consistent? Well, I think that they are comparable. And it's like a nobody's right or wrong scenario. But I think, they're, I think they're on the same platform. Like, are they actual superstars? Or are they just really good Number players two. in a really good spot? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't... I don't know that anybody would trade for either one of them to become their front line oh, face that of I the agree franchise. With. That I agree with. 
That I agree with. The, this the the Nuggets with not, without Jokic and with Murray as their frontline guy, a better number two. No, they're not a Finals team. I agree with that. As as the same were with the Bucks. All right, more tweets rolling in. Carla with a K. Boy, it's amazing being a teacher. She has all this time to tweet. Hashtag Booskies to DA and Where does she live? Wives. P.S. Idaho. Yeah, so it's 720. She's not even at yeah. school yet. They've been through the hard work of labor and delivery for their precious wee babies. Cheers to them. Yes. Bridget and the Bourbon Bell. Hope they are doing well. Uh, upside down, Mike tweets in, I'm toasting to my baby girl, Finley. She's got a little bug right now, but she's been an absolute champ about it. Honestly, the best little girl I could have dreamed of. Hashtag Booskies with a very cute picture. Very cute picture of her. It's finally good to hear from Upside Down, Mike. It's been a yeah, it's long a good point. time. It's a good point. I was getting nervous. Like, we had offended him somehow. Because he's also very active with another national morning show. Yeah, but you show. know what? If you click, because I just saw your tweet on that, you click it, you're right. And maybe selfish of me, because I actually have a relationship with Upside right. Down Mike. Right, yeah, he's actually your um, friend. I just get caught up in my own world sometimes, and that's on me. But uh, no, he's been pretty quiet all around. So maybe, maybe just a little social media timeout. That's all. I mean, you like to say that he never works. Maybe he actually is working these days. You know he's what? too good, busy good to tweet. How about that? I just knocked Carla. Maybe that is true. <laughs> Mac and Bear tweets in, morning guys, big props and booskies to all the guys that have taken control of the ship while the captain is off. Hashtag great show. Thank you. Ostrich Eyes tells me, quit with the gummies, Mirage, you'll remember more. Wow. Wow, were you listening to our off-air show yesterday? Yeah, jeez. Adam, the former bath guy, not the current one, says, I'm toasting to all my fellow hardworking men and women in the sanitation industry. Out there, rain or shine, keeping the streets clean, picking up the garbage and recycling. Hashtag booskies. What? If Adam is still listening, I'd love to know why he's the former bath guy. Like, why he needs well, he's the to current sanitation guy. distance himself from the bath guy. Maybe the bath guy was like he owned, like, a, a bath place. Mm. And that's how people knew him around town, so he didn't want to create a new Twitter account. Okay, that makes sense. Bam, got Keeps it. some of the brand going. All right. Kevin tweets in, Booskies to the kind sir in the landfill show for another day with Mr. Perfect Bacon Caserta. Mm. Interesting. Get me to Tucson. Big baby in the landfill. But, oh, I know what I was going to say. I got one back. From Saquon Barkley? I got one back. Uh-huh. Not Saquon, the Bob's Bar. It wasn't uh-huh. just the rain thing. I got it back. It just came to me. Mm-hmm. We're back. Back. In- I better say it before I forget again. Yeah, please. There is, and I'm trying to figure out. I didn't know if this was the same Twitter handle. Somebody keeps tweeting in with us being off the stream or Instagramming in. That basically they want to become Caps backup on the stream and that they hope that they could show up to Bob's Bar and basically from that turn it into kind of like shadowing and learning the job. Really? Now, there's two schools of this. Number one, very thankful and very cool that you'd be willing to open uh, your services. I'm just going to preface this by saying... I think you would be very sadly disappointing at the perks of being Caps backup. A, it doesn't take off a lot as it is. B, I don't think you're necessarily going to support your family. Fair? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, maybe it's, you know, hopefully for Cap too, he'll eventually be on to bigger, better things. Like, this is a good place to start. Flex okay. your muscles. And I'm not trying craft. to discourage, like, being part of the team, right. if you will. Um, oh, you just mean because Cap never is off. There's yeah. no chance. There's few chances to replace him, so therefore you wouldn't be busy being Cap. Exactly. All right. That yes, that I would agree with. Yeah. Look, if Cap eventually left and made a full time offering, and you want you're willing to move, that's different. Right. It's it would be like the Mike Hopkins, who was yeah. named Jim Beheim's successor, and then Beheim never left. 
So Hopkins had to take the Washington job eventually. But That's what you would find yourself in. You know what I would compare this to? If you really have dreams, and we and I love all our listeners, they, they, we've had people come in and shadow that want to get into the business. But there are some times, I think, for some people that the allure of all of this and getting in is kind of like that feeling when you've spent your entire childhood looking at that castle at Disney World and then you show up and you realize and you walk up to it and it's nothing but a bathroom of men's and women's on each side. It is shockingly small. You know, it's not a grand castle. It's literally you walk through it and it's a bathroom. It's almost not even 3D. It could just be like a wooden placard. Yeah. It has no depth to it, no nothing. It looks great when the fireworks go yeah. off around it, but when you actually approach it, and that is what I think working behind the scenes here is a lot like for people. Wow, that's got to be so cool. Be like, wow, I'd love to be Caps back up running the stream. And then you get there, and it's a bathroom. Meanwhile, I think you like that comp. That was a good, no, that was a good one. That's a good one, absolutely. But I, the whole time I was thinking, and this goes back to yesterday as well, catching Wall up on things since he's been gone for six months, he has no idea what that big baby in a landfill reference was. I mean, to be fair, Wall could have been here for it and still not paid attention and not had any idea what it was. Why did you have to go there? Because he didn't know what Christmas music once once. You can forgive him for a second. That I... was a Bilotti mistake. Come on. Wow. No. No. Go no. in the folder and see where how it's written. Hold on. There are two things that are true here, Wall. And this was, I think, a 12DA or a first four out or something last year. So when you were gone, this made like the 12DAs list. Wall. Is Bilotti a psycho when it comes to his labeling, and do I think he purposely labels stuff that he thinks makes sense but doesn't because he wants to look good if people can't find it? Yeah, definitely. Pete is nuts, okay? But upon previewing any sound, which you should always do before you play sound on the radio, preview it, make sure, because if somebody made a mistake, you don't want to be the one also making the mistake. To hear that tune. Says the guy that played the wrong overtime goal recently for not checking the sound yeah. beforehand. And did you crush me for it? And you accepted none of the crushing. You blamed it on Carlos. I did publicly. Okay. You, you did what publicly? For you to hear that and not have a clue what Christmas music sounds like is alarming to me. It's alarming. It was a different version. That's all I got to say. Different version. And it, was, and it was spelled differently. And for the record, he's the man in charge of all audio tomorrow morning. As the man out Hey, there. your quote that day, that's such a Pete move. Well, because I've lived those. And I'm and shocked. I lived, and I lived one. I've seen Pete train people back there, and train wreck would be the word used there as well. His methods are great person, <laughs> great father, great drop magician, cares. Pete has a lot of the tools. Training and trying to make it make himself look better. Yeah, something else. And then you get eight days of training where you just yep. stand over Pete's shoulder. I've never seen anything like it. It's amazing. And then he wonders why there's nothing in the budget for him to go to Radio Row. <laughs> All right, when we come back, <laughs> Gerald Brown on the NBA Finals. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So on CBS Sports Radio, it's Mraz and Bogish here. As DA still on daddy duty, he'll return on Tuesday. Gerald Brown, Series 6M NBA Radio, going to come up in about five minutes. But first, for one final time today... One final time this week, the five-oink king of the pork man himself, Greg Ori Caserta. All right, Sean, and the NBA has decided not to let referee Eric Lewis work the finals. We started the new week on Monday with the news that Lewis had been linked to a Twitter account that defended himself and other officials around the league. Twelve officials were announced by the league this morning, and Lewis had his streak broken after working the last four NBA finals. Tim Donahue also left off that list. NBA spokesman Mike Bass said this morning <laughs> that the league is continuing to review the matter. Do you think he's anybody's Uncle Lewis? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know that one. I don't. Keep it up. It will oh, be his for, last for, finals. For Christmas vacation. Keep it up. It will be his last final. That was a very. That that's pulling a hamstring. Lewis, my tree. Clock, if you're not doing anything <laughs> constructive, can you go in the other room and get my stogie? <laughs> anything else I could do for you, Uncle Lewis? Yeah, thank you. You got you now, but it, a long road to get there. From the first hour of Damn. the program, NBA draft eligible players had until midnight Thursday morning to decide whether to stay in the draft or return to school. Zach Eady, the consensus national player of the year, is going back to Purdue after withdrawing his name. UConn guard Andre Jackson Jr. is going to let the ball roll and go pro after winning the national championship. Big things happening in the world of international soccer. Lionel Messi will be leaving Paris Saint-Germain after his two-year contract expires. Following Saturday's match, Messi's been linked to the squad Al-Halal, the Saudi Arabian city rivals to Cristiano Ronaldo's team. There's also a chance that Messi comes stateside to play for Inter Miami. And with my mind on my money, or lack thereof, Forbes 2022 valuations of the richest soccer clubs in the world put Real Madrid at just over $6 billion. Manchester United came in second at an even $6 billion. Here you go, Mraz. Wake up. Late last oh, night, the Mariners back. ended the Yankees' four-game winning streak. Mm. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I guess the Mariners had one last Raleigh in them. Nice. And that was from Aaron Goldsmith on Mariners Radio. Yanks had scored 10 oh, runs. Oh, no, Sean, I'm listening. In each of the previous it. three Folks games. Look at me. He's getting better at it. Yeah. He's really good at tuning you out now. George Kirby made the start. Seven strikeouts over eight innings to earn a no decision. Elsewhere in the, so the AL Yankees West. Yankees were sweepless in Seattle. I don't like that one, but it's okay. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, I, I, got, I don't care anymore. Maybe that one was good. Maybe it wasn't, but you're getting nothing out of me. Right. I got one more before I get out of here. Shohei Otani showed yesterday why a $600 million contract might be appropriate for him. 
calm down. Terry Smith oh. on Angels Radio. Oh, and an attack on home run in Chicago. I mean, he's worth 600 mil. Calm down. I didn't say it. People have floated that no, number get, out there. He gets that because he's leading the AL in strikeouts as a pitcher, and he had a 478-foot <laughs> no. home run yesterday. I That's why he gets it. I wouldn't pay him. He's due. Due well, for what? Injury. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, that was Terry Smith on Angels Radio. 12-5 went over those White Sox. Both Otani homers were two-run shots off of Lance Lynn in the third and fourth. He now has 15. Mike Trout went deep in the first. It was 461 feet for his 13th of the year. Wow. But, uh, yeah, don't want to overpay for Shohei Otani with Mraz writing the checks. No way. And uh, that's what's happening, boys. Thank you. See you Monday. Greg, you're done gregging for the day? I think I'm done gregging because you have a guest that's uh, that's due to come on. Sometimes you got to crack some Gregs to make a tomlet. All right, now. Gerald Brown, host on SiriusXM NBA Radio. You could follow him on Twitter at Gerald BLSS. It sounds like bliss. Hello, Gerald. Welcome aboard the DA Show. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so let's start right off the bat with the theme that we are going to get pounded in. We heard Eric Spolstra make jokes about humidity in Miami. Do you believe that the thin air in Denver will play a significant role in the home games of the series? I think somewhat, but I think also, too, you got to think that Miami is going to have some little type of, you know, mental setback because such a grueling series in which, you know, they they won the first three and then they ended up losing the next three and then so so many sort of twists and turns and the way they lost game six, the way they won game seven, and then you have such a quick turnaround. So I, I think really this game one, you might see a combination of just some type of, you know, mental fatigue, as well as perhaps on the Nuggets side, somewhat of uh, rust, just being in a situation when they had such a long layoff. Gerald, at first glance, for me, this feels like Nuggets in five, but I should know better since I didn't think the Heat would get out of round one, and here they are in the final. So how does Miami continue to continue this run how do they even flirt with another upset in this round you know that's a great question because i think they have defied all odds but i think the biggest thing that will happen is that their recipe for success has always been in this playoffs thus far with the exception of the atlanta hawks playing game you know their first game they have won every game first game game one you know going back uh to milwaukee to the knicks um, Boston, they won the first game. So I think it's essential that, you know, again, as I just mentioned, you know, the mental fatigue and hangover, if they figure out a way to win game one, I think from a psychological standpoint, then it kind of puts their opponent on their, uh, on their heels. And now all of a sudden we start to develop pressure. You know, if, if Denver loses somehow, loses game one, you know, they've lost home court advantage. And now the pressure builds to try to win at least game two, not falling down 0-2 to pretty much uh, Miami and losing the first two games of the finals on the, at home. So it, it, it's essential how they do this is pretty much trying to win game one if they can. Gerald, I have been personally been down on Bam Adebayo. Game seven, very down on him. This heat run has been survived. Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, all these guys behind, obviously, what Jimmy Butler has had. 
Do the Heat have any chance to win this series if Bam Adebayo gives you more clunkers like Game 7 in this kind of you know series versus a Nikola Jokic? You know, he has a tall task. I mean, really, he's an undersized center, and he's going to have to face, you know, arguably the best center in the game or two-time MVP and, you know, one of the top best players in the game and, and as a whole. I think that you really can't count on him offensively a lot because the challenge that prevails in terms of look at, you know, some of the situations where, you know, this is where the greatness of Eric Spolcher is going to come into play because they're going to have to find a way to at least have an opportunity to have sometimes Bam Adebayo come off of guarding, you know, Jokic in order to pretty much have his offense come alive. Whereas we witnessed that with the Lakers in terms of just having Anthony Davis at times not have to deal with that because he's an undersized center in Adebayo. And on top of that, you know, Jokic is very physical. So that's going to be draining. So I don't know if we can expect a lot offensively to come from Bam if he's guarding the Joker and stuff, uh, especially, you know, when Joker is doing so many different things and stuff. So they, they got to figure out a way, but uh, I think this is why we, we, we identify our exposure as pretty much the best coach in the game as of right now. But unfortunately, I guess for him, he's not facing Joe Missoula again. I, I'm assuming Michael Mullen <laughs> have a few more better ideas than Joe did. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing is, is that, look, Denver has spies, and this will be a challenge for the Miami Heat, how to sort of defend the size of guys like Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. Uh, we already talked about a guy in Jokic, Jamal Murray, Kentavious uh, Caldwell-Pope. So they present a, a, a very difficult challenge for the Miami Heat. And I think the biggest thing that Miami can do and perhaps maybe be in their favor, that would be in their favor is, is that really just shoot well from the perimeter. You know, if they're knocking down three-point shots, now that kind of extends Denver, Denver's defense. But, uh, it, it, we look, we witnessed the greatness in the situation where the Lakers in that game one, where Denver kind of got up and kind of rested on their laurels. And then, you know, slowly but surely, the Lakers were able to creep back in. In fact, the first two games, the Lakers were able to uh, establish a, to- a tempo. So maybe Miami can follow. Granted, they don't have a LeBron James, but um, maybe they can follow sort of that recipe for success. And like I said before, game one will be the most important game thus far of the NBA Finals because if Miami holds serve, they win game one. I think they got a shot. Perhaps no league in American sports lends itself to more legacy talk and comparison talk than the NBA. When you think of the stars on either side of this, Jimmy Butler and what he's done for this Miami Heat franchise and obviously the two-time MVP in Jokic, Whose legacy do you think in all-time status gets boosted more if they're able to win this NBA Finals? Will it be Jokic finally getting a ring, or would it be Butler doing this as an eight seed? I think it will be Jokic because he is already the two-time MVP. I think a lot of people, you know, there was a passion of people that felt that he should have been this uh, year's MVP. And I think the biggest thing about it is, is that, look, this is the first time Denver, the Nuggets, have ever been in the NBA Finals. You know, when we've witnessed all of Joker's greatness, if you live on the East Coast, it's always been sort of an afterthought. You know, they don't get the real national televised games. So now they're on this sort of big stage and big platform. And what he was able to do in the Western Conference Finals, you know, that that opened up a lot of people's eyes to really give him a lot of the credit that he deserved. 
And I think, honestly, this situation, if he's able to win a championship, now that kind of, kind of puts him in sort of that space with a guy like Giannis, where we witnessed once Giannis won that NBA championship, you know, it, it, it kind of opens up the eyes of the masses as opposed to when you win MVPs, you know, that's kind of an afterthought. But when you win a title, that really changes a lot of things, and now that brings to light all of the things that Jokic has done for the Denver Nuggets thus far in his career if he wins one. You know, and, and speaking of Butler's legacy, Sean and I had this conversation last week as, it, as Miami flirted with blowing the 3-0 lead on the Celtics. It almost feels to me like there's no negative for Jimmy here because they're not supposed to be here. So if he loses, comes up short, like I don't know that people will hold it against him. It's still an amazing story that he got them here. So like to me, he can only gain from this series. There's not going to be heat on him if they don't get this done because he shouldn't have been here in the first place. Well, that, and I think also, too, you know, I don't think, that, you know, I've always said that even on my show, that there's different levels to being a superstar. And yeah. I think Jimmy Butler, when we look at, you know, superstars and try to fairly compare him to the sort of superstar status, I'm Nikola Jokic. That's not fair because his game is not on that level, and that's no disrespect and no slight on Jimmy. But when I look at the Miami Heat, yes, he's a he's a piece. He's a fixture to a lot of the puzzle that they have and what they do. But when you look at the success of the Miami Heat, especially in this series against the Celtics, you got to throw guys in there like Caleb Martin. You had moments where uh, Duncan Robinson played well, Gabe Vincent. So it's not like a guy that's, in a sense, that stands out, and it's like, okay, Jokic stands out, and then, yes, you mentioned those other guys, but it's a situation where it's a blended star with some very, very good, talented players that surround him. So, you know, yeah, it, you can say in some facet that, yeah, Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, it, 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 it doesn't matter if they don't win because it's a team. I think when I look at the Miami Heat, that's a team and that Heat culture that encompasses everybody as opposed to that one man that stands out alone, you know, compared to what's happening in Denver. Gerald, this is perhaps the most important question you'll get asked all day. Who's Gerald Brown rooting for to win this, Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. I was hoping we could figure out a way to get Trey Lance, you know. (laughs) Uh, The Caleb Williams, uh, you know, push to get Caleb Williams clock starts uh, in September. I, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that they figure out a way. When you look at that division, I mean, it's almost going from, like, you know, a, a drinking champagne and now drinking, you know, champagne. You know, it, it, really <laughs> it really, really hurts. But uh, I, I'm hoping they could catch lightning in the bottle. And I really thought that they would have found some way to Ooh. try, perhaps get Trey Lance and, and see if that could be a situation where, again, we're not – building and holding out hopes for Caleb Williams. And, I mean, if you look at the track record of USC quarterbacks, I'm not really sold on that, but uh, it's been a hell of a run when we had Tom Brady. I, I got to ask this follow because it's been a big, highly debated um, debate, well, highly debated debate on the show. So you as a Bucks fan, having already experienced the Super Bowl not too recently, or very recently, I should say, you want to catch lightning in a bottle with, you know, with Trask or Mayfield, whoever it is, and take a run at this division – over the idea of tanking and maybe getting the number one overall pick next year? Absolutely, because there's no guarantees. I mean, think about what, you know, the whole thought of Sam Darnold. And if you go back to the history and the track record of the USC quarterbacks, I mean... Of course the Palmer was good. Well, 
Car- look how long ago that was. I mean, think <laughs> about all the guys from Sanchez. And that's no slight on Darnold or Sanchez because, again, they were thrust into a situation where I think when we look at the league now as a whole, there's no development and growth. I mean, you look at a guy like Jordan Love. Look what had to transpire for him to finally be in a situation where he's sad and obviously learned the game, and now he gets his opportunity. Gone are the days, and I mean, obviously, the economics of the league and the NFL as, as a whole forces teams to sort of thrust guys out there. Like, can we all agree and think and say that Bryce Young is going to be a, a star next year or Anthony Richardson? No. Nah. For Indianapolis Colts? No. I mean, these guys, you know, I, I think they need time. And I don't know about just Caleb Williams. And it also has to be light in the bottle because you have to have the right pieces around these guys. That's true. You know, so I just I would prefer to get one of these young quarterbacks that have sat, that have learned, that have learned, and uh, adjusted to the the speed of the game, as opposed to a young guy that comes in and all of a sudden the keys of the castle have been thrown to him and say, "Hey, take us to the promised land once again." Uh, what about your boy Brady being the Raiders quarterback? You know, it, it, <laughs> could you handle it, that? God bless him. I think at this point, <laughs> he's done enough in his career to be able to dictate where he wants to do and where he wants to go. I think, you know, last year was such an emotional pull on him. And honestly, if he still comes back, I think that really we're just looking at a gentleman in his midlife crisis in terms <laughs> of just really trying to balance being happy and also satisfy yeah. the, the, the demands of a family. I mean, it's hard. You know, it was unfortunate. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, Gerald, I got to be honest, you passed the test, man. If you're going to put. Big Bucks for a Tampa Bay Bucks fan in your profile. You were ready to go. You had draft tidbits. You have passed the authentic fan test, so we appreciate that. Uh, remember, you can listen to Gerald on SiriusXM NBA Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at GeraldBLSS. Man, thanks so much for chopping it up with us this morning. The pleasure is all mine, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. All Thank right. you. You too. Take care. But that? Pete would be very happy with Gerald Brown right now, not yeah. wanting to tank. Doesn't mean Pete's right, but he's got company at least. He does have company. I, you know, and that's, but I guess it's, I understand what Gerald's saying now preseason. Right. This is the time to be giddy and to like think the impossible. If, if it's week eight and the Bucks are one and seven and Caleb Williams is lighting the world on fire, <laughs> I want to re ask uh, uh, yes. Gerald Brown that question. Hey, Gerald, you know, you got, did you and the whoever, insert whoever, Carolina are both one and seven. Do you want to lose out here and tell me, no, 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 you never know. I want to catch lightning in a bottle. I want to see that then. But nonetheless, he was ready to go. I had some good nuggets there on the uh, – uh, 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 I didn't even mean to do that. Good nuggets there. All right, we come back. We close it out with some advanced analytics, I think. Do we have analytics today? No. All right, epic fail, too. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Analytics is just a term that's kind of thrown around a lot. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. All right. I think that Bogus might like the results of today's poll question. The question was, will an NBA Finals that features the Nuggets cause you to buy chicken nuggets from a fast food restaurant in the next three weeks? 18% say yes. 81% say no. 
So again, my theory was nuggets, 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 nuggets. They're gonna, that name is going to be drilled in your head for two weeks, and you won't even realize you're going to get a craving for chicken nuggets. And I predict that this is why Brogish had a problem with the poll, because people can't predict the subliminal aspect of it. Yeah. I think that the number 81% say no will not accurately represent the truth, and the truth we may find out in two to three weeks if there's a way to judge it. Uh, analytics team says Miraz's favorite nugget is actually the chicken McNugget, Despite the fact that Wendy's has made a big push in recent memory, the analytics department also tells us Mraz does like a eight-shaped chicken tender from Burger King and that the shape can oftentimes determine the best value taste in a nugget. Hmm. How about that? What's your favorite chicken nugget? Um, I think it's McDonald's for nostalgia, but if I'm just going straight like goodness, it might be Wendy's. Hmm. I'm a big Wendy's guy, but like really? McDonald's just makes me think about being eight years old again. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't hate that take. I'll tell you what I'm out on. People love the spicy nugget craze. Mm. I I get enough like hot chicken everywhere else. I don't need spicy nuggets. I tried the McDonald's uh, spicy nuggets not too long ago. They're all right. I'm not saying they're bad. I just don't get like oh, spicy nuggets are bad. I'm with AB. Wendy's when it comes to the nuggets. By the way, better. Real quickly before we toss to the fail, don't me. Bogus didn't get a couple of listeners to get. When I say cracking some eggs to make a tomlet, it's a succession reference, guys. Yeah, I'll take that heat. That's fine. Come on. But again, it's just you're you're asking us to process so many of these, and we're all good at making like speaking mistakes. Yeah, that just seems to be the default response, right? I, so yeah. I missed the joke. I mean, maybe the show's become too smart for people with me hosting. It's possible. All right. Now, speaking of not being too smart, I had a lot of stumbles. Oopsies today. Well, you know, oopsies out of my a mouth. Tro- yeah, trot oopsie today. Trot oopsie it is where we begin. It's your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. It's hour number two on the DA show here. Hour number one, if you're just tuning in, Kevin Wall and Billy Jockle. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call this? Is that also a cart? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you! good thing the stream is not live because this is terrible. Oh, my. Sean has spent a good part of the last hour telling me and Caserta how good he's been with his workout routines. Lord have mercy. I feel like Bobby Bacala's dad in The Sopranos. Just into the tissue. It's a bad scene. I'll get you an iron lung. Yeah. But you're okay now? I think so. I got it up. Really, I was trying to feed Raz his healthiest meal in years. Uh, you're lucky, guys, that I didn't puke, because that's one of my least favorite, as with like, the Jody montage that makes my skin crawl. 855-212-4227. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, America. But hardest back. of hats for me right now. The hardest of hats. We're back. Smacked by sausage and peppers. Myself. It, it's not allocation of resources, I was trying to say. It is, uh, damn! I had a good point. Where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> did you cough it up like no! earlier? And down the stretch they come. No, I had the point. The point was there, and it was the final card I was going to play that was inarguable, and now I lost it. You ever have that moment? Imagine happening it with a microphone on it. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. The football gods are cursing you right now because your uh, points are wrong. Epic fail, you loser. It was What's that the word. It was that kind of day, folks. By the way, it dawned on me. Thank goodness it dawned on our listeners that with no cap, we probably don't have a target demo meme tomorrow. But DA show quotes has DM'd us. I think an awesome one. 
It's a cap-worthy meme. And put it this way, without any other contenders, it's definitely going to be used. It's cap-worthy. But yeah, it's not winning by default. It's winning because it should win. Right, that was the wrong way to put it. And it's got the rare cap appearance as well. It's This is well done. Dan Fryakarowitz tweets in, I just checked off the last box of my DA show bingo card, hashtag brewskis. I wonder what that is. That means people are playing bingo with me and you hosting. <laughs> and I would love to know what was said recently that they checked it off. Well, that was passed around the end of like two Fridays ago. I, somebody posted a bunch of post-it notes as a bingo Is that the board. same one? I, I Maybe, hopefully. Oh, man, I wonder what it was. Joshua Offenberger again tweets in, toasting my daughter Anna I'm a second-generation truck driver that grew up in the cab of my dad's rig. My daughter has ridden shotgun with me this week while my wife, the teacher, finishes her service days. Couldn't ask for a better co-pilot. How about that? That's very nice. And, Josh, you know why your daughter doesn't have to do that for the next two months? Because your wife's a teacher and gets off. That'll wrap it up. Thank you to Kevin Wall, your executive producer today. Kevin, take a bow, pal. Good to have you back. We'll see him out in the newsroom for about three hours tomorrow morning. Thanks to Billy Jacalone on the Wheels of Steel, who will be back tomorrow. Billy on a Friday. Thank you to Greg Caserta on your headlines. No thanks to Andrew Kaplan as we were audio only bogus. Tomorrow, baby, NBA Finals Game 1. We'll recap it. Thank you. He won't turn on his mic. The mothership disconnects. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.